Mm -hmm. All right. So glad to see everyone. We're glad to be back live. If you don't know, welcome to Har and Hooch. I am here today with lovely ladies. So before we jump into our discussion for tonight, hey Desiree, can we get that drink? We're gonna get into this drink, y'all. Don't make me drink alone. Don't make me drink alone. <laughs> um, tonight's drink is the Malibu Black Side. Um, and this I found online. This somebody else drink, y'all. So we tasting tonight. But okay. We're gonna need some Malibu Black. Y'all might need to know they have mm -hmm. black. Mm, Malibu Black. Um a little pineapple juice, pineapple juice, a uh, little fresh lime juice, which I went on and squeezed that on up for you, <laughs> and a, a splash of club soda. So, this is a straight pour, no shaker tonight. So, I'm starting with my ice in my glass, and you're gonna do one and a half parts Malibu. So, I'm I'm pouring it up here. Y'all know I'm heavy handed. Got my Malibu. Uh, then you're gonna do three parts pineapple juice. So got my three parts pineapple, and then you just need a splash of lemon and a splash of club. I mean, splash of lime juice, not lemon, lime juice. Splash of lime juice and a splash of club soda to top it off, which I'm splashing as we speak. And I know y'all used to me having my big setup where you can see me mix, and I apologize today, y'all. But that is. I drink tonight. I'm definitely going to put this recipe up for you guys after everything, but Now tell us the name of the drink again. <clears throat> I, I made me I made me one. Let me see. Oh, wait, I, wait, got wait, 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 wait. I got a big one. I got a big tall glass. <laughs> Get you a good tall good glass. Pour. Pour it on up the Malibu. Yes. Uh-oh, did I uh I misquoted y'all. Hold on now. I'm so uh, busy being black. I said the Malibu black side. Okay. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's the black light, the Malibu black light. Let me get it right for y'all. I apologize. So yes, Malibu black light. I'll put that recipe in the comments. In the description. <laughs> awesome. All right. So tonight we are giving away some gifts. Having a special giveaway. Giveaway time. Yes. I don't know how we do. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we like to share. I love a good giveaway. So, all night tonight, we will be giving important information about women in horror, important women in our community, but we will not be dropping any names. So, please pay attention. And the first person that can respond to who we are all three of us in the comments on live all three all three what would they be getting k Bly? what would they be winning we got some special horn hooch merch uh for you guys um we updated the logo this season three so we got some we got some goodies to give you guys today uh -huh. so pay attention to and we might have a little something something for you know runner up maybe yeah second place <laughs> yeah so, like i said first place you have to respond 
in the comments who we are. Um, my question to the team, I don't know how lenient we want to be, but should they guess who the actual person is or the character? I need it all. I need okay. Character and movie. Mm. Y'all heard it. Character and movie. All right. The more so. information, the better chance you have of winning. Okay. I like that. <laughs> all right. Show out. Show out for the merch. I like okay. can. <laughs> so I'm going to go ahead and jump into my character and my person. She is an actress, she's a singer, she was a model. And she was an activist. Um, she was an activist for breast cancer. She was known for playing in a American TV series, which was the first to depict a professional black woman. Mm. Okay. I thought that was awesome. <clears throat> the name of the TV series, I will give you that, is Julia. Okay. Another thing about this young lady is that she was a Broadway singer. She has won Tony Awards. The um, play that she was on was called No Strings. All right. You're giving them too much, girl. No, I'm the nice one. All right. I'm nice. <laughs> okay. You know how I am. Sweet like poison. They got that part. But one of the quotes that this young lady has said that I thought that was very important for me to share is, by taking action and doing something positive in life, you can like that fear that you have about succeeding can be replaced with hope. So we're talking about women in history. Um, I said women in history. Yes, women in history, women in horror, women in our community. We're supporting them. So I feel like that quote can go a long way. So that's about my young lady. Who's next? Desiree? Hello, hello. All right, so my young lady, um, mm. <laughs> horror is not exactly her niche, but she did bust a horror role for my character. Um, she has won an Academy Award, a Golden Globe, um, and the Screen hello. Actors Guild Award. She's won quite a few awards, mm. but more than one awesome. movie. Um, she makes the best pie these folks in this movie has ever tasted. <laughs> and, uh, I love it. She's she's an amazing woman. She's done very great things um, in her career, and you've seen her everywhere. You know who she is. Okay. That, that's all I'm going to sprinkle, because I <laughs> gave you too much with the pie. <laughs> all right, K-Bly, come through, girl. Come through. <laughs> Before um, I give you guys any clues, I want to um, just say that uh, just a little bit that we're celebrating Women in uh, Horror Month, um, which has now been moved to March, Women in History Month, for everybody that is coming in late and trickling in. Uh -huh. uh, this year, um, the organization uh, that is that was Women in Horror Month decided to take the celebration out of uh out of um black history month black history month yes okay so here's the thing here's the thing <laughs> <laughs> once because <the laughs> a lot of people thought that let's 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 let 
this be Black History Month and let's just move Women in Horror Month to Women in uh-huh. This would be, I guess, a better suiting month. Well, that's when the racists come out. Um, Ooh, and they uh, came out. Lot within the past couple of months about how racist the horror genre still is to, towards Black people. And they were like, no, why do we have to move the celebration? It's been like this for years. What's wrong with keeping it in Black History Month? I don't see, like, it was just a co- complaint, complaints, complaints, complaints. Instead yeah, of, it, it, it was some people, yeah, that were just like, yeah, I agree, let Black History be Black History Month, and we can even celebrate Black women in horror, which is what some people did. Um, But all of the pushback caused the actual women in horror month organization to kind of like disband almost. And and now and they're like, you know what? We're not gonna have to have a women in horror month. We're just y'all gonna do your own thing. We're not gonna be an organization. Everybody celebrate how they wanna do. But most people are like, No, we wanna we've been doing this for years. <laughs> actually been, people doing been doing this for a while. Yes. Like, no, like why should we no? Why should we just why should we just not do anything because a few people um just wanna be racist and wanna be, you know, uh unempathetic mm-hmm. and and don't want to and are resistant to change that's the key thing there they're always resistant to change when it comes to trying to celebrate others um and so most people from women in horror are like we'll just do it in march and so we're trying to help transition that women in horror celebration to mm-hmm. the month of march which kind of aligns with women in history yeah. but of course being that we are a podcast of um, women of color, we decided to say, let's of course celebrate some black women in horror. And we kind of like, let's do some roles that people really hadn't shed some light on um, and talk about and and just kind of pay homage to. And so that's kind of where we're at with this live today. And we wanted to do this as a live. because this is what is this March? Yes. And um this is our first live of uh <laughs> y'all. Yes. Yeah. It's our this third season, season and it's the third month. I like it. All the three yep. and our and our first live. So of course we had to do um a giveaway contest. So if you are just tuning in, if you're just joining us to win the contest, you have to tell us who all three of us are dressed as and and um what is the film? Yes. So who yes. are we? What is the film? And well, the more information is... you provide, the better. What is the name? Somebody don't Already? Somebody don't Well, because Kima didn't need no, uh, she didn't need no. She no, lived just like her. She need no hints. She lived just <laughs> like her. Girl. Some people don't know her name though. This younger generation only know her as, and which I'm about to get into, know her as the, you know, the 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 video girl from that Michael Jackson video. But she has a name, um, and uh, it came out in what was the year? Thriller came out in 1983, I want to say, um, and it is still probably one of the most high-ranked, um, probably artistic works of our time. At the time this young lady did this this project, um, it was kind of unheard of to see somebody brown skin and this big of budget of music videos. Because think about it, music videos had only been around for a couple of years at this time. 
So the concept of music videos was still really new. And she was kind of like the, our, the, she was like the, the video vixen of that time when this, when she got uh, casted for this role. It was like, kind of like the envy, like how, like, like Megan Good and like Lauren London were looked at back then. It's just like, wow, she, she made it and she's next to Mike. <laughs> <laughs> like she in there. Um, and before she got the role of uh, the leading lady um, in Thriller, she was also a Playboy bunny, um, a black Playboy bunny, <laughs> which in itself in the eighties, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> to be a a brown skinned woman at that time to um be having her face on on all of this stuff and to be seen as somebody who is who is beautiful and can be seen as a love interest um that is that was very inspiring coming out of a time where people were just fighting for small roles in film. Mm -hmm. people were just fighting to be seen like why do i have to be in this role why do i have to why can't i be that why can't i be and then she got it and it's just like we made it <laughs> right like y'all we did it power <laughs> to the people exactly <laughs> so uh so that's what go ahead kbla i'm sorry oh yeah so that's why i, I kind of chose her because i i uh years ago when i was little and i watched um the making of thriller and they were showing how the casting of it went and, and everything that went into it it was just like that was a thing for major thing for black girls in that um, history for her to be cast in that role at that time and to be in a whore at that, um, especially at a time and y'all know in the eighties what happened to most black people in war, either we weren't there, we died in the first five minutes. <laughs> we died. We always died. So for him to say I'm going to have this this beautiful brown skinned woman in my horror <coughs> video that set the most records of its time and it's still pretty untouchable and still making records that was big for her and I'm like it kind of gets overlooked because I guess it's seen as a still as a music video but this was a horror project like he had John Landis um directing this and like this, this was no little thing for him that. don't y'all ever disagree exactly with like this that. just wasn't no no little music like, uh -uh. video <laughs> This is <laughs> that conversation will go on and on and on. But like um lamb chop. This is a song. I learned it the first time she ever mentioned it. I was like, do we consider that horror? And she went in. She know all the facts. All the facts. <laughs> and um little tidbit, they had to when this was coming out, they had to put a a disclaimer at the beginning of the video for those of you who remember that that made it so that it separated um michael jackson and his religious beliefs from the occult from world the because what because of course what happens to black people anytime they say they like something more like, you're a witch accused, you get accused of witchcraft you're a witch believing in the occult and so, so he had to like literally just to put this out a disclaimer at the beginning say like this you know the content of this video you know oh, yeah. does not weigh in on my religious beliefs and i don't believe in the you know supernatural and occult and stuff like that so that people Jehovah's would not come Witness, so that right? people would not come after yes mm -hmm. yeah 
Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Mike had to so separate that. He had to he had to kind of put that out there before him and uh -huh. Ray got crucified <laughs> out here for like in horror stuff. <laughs> Well, so you guys was already, yeah, we already have a winner. I kind of want to, I kind of want to go deeper into, <laughs> into a conversation <laughs> that has been showing up lately on my newsfeed. <laughs> so how, like colorism, it plays a big part in our community. And mm, mm -hmm. I was watching something that was basically talking about how and I even seen a comment talking about how um, light-skinned females should open the door for dark-skinned females and should be explaining to the men, you know, why they should be with dark-skinned women as well. Um, That's not their responsibility, but go ahead. That, yeah, thank you. And it, I'll be honest, it made me feel some way because I am light-skinned. You know, I am from two different races. I'm African-American and I'm Native American. But at the end of the day, I've seen the racism across the board. So it made me feel as though I, I was inadequate, even though I know I'm not. It's just a comment. And I feel as though, honestly, if we're going to make a change, we don't need to be pinned on nobody. We need to be, you know, focusing on healing ourselves and then uplifting the next queen. Not more so of what can she do for me, but like what can you do so then maybe she could help you when she was she's able to. So how do y'all feel about that? How do y'all feel like colorism I, plays a part in media and I <clears throat> a lot? I look at it as you have to understand what it is because I get it. Some people don't understand. Um, even this is non-horror, but going back to it. <laughs> Um, watching Basketball Wives, and this is recent, y'all. This is this is current. Ooh, girl, the current season of Basketball Wives. So mad. Oh, she made mad. Go ahead. They are talking because the girls that don't understand what colorism is, and I was just sitting back, like, how do you guys not know what colorism is? And then I realized it might be a lot of people that really don't know. If you're black and you don't know what colorism is. You don't just because you don't experience it doesn't mean that it's not a thing because a lot of people um, deal with it and I call it an in-house issue because once we separate ourselves and we get on our group it is a colorism issue that a lot of people do face and and that's what a lot of black women had to deal with in the entertainment industry as a whole um, and even we had uh, actress and and writer uh, filmmaker Kamika. Uh, Harford up here yes, and was saying that as yes as her being a light-skinned woman she was able to understand that the colorism exists and for her to say in my projects I'm not going to do that I'm not going to be complacent in something that I know is happening I'm going to say I understand this is going on but not on my set not in my films I'm going to be inclusive mm -hmm. of everybody and I think that's where it lies. I think that's kind of where the conversation is. It's just understanding what it is. Because once you understand what it is, then you can help each other in that. Like, be there in it together. Like, I see what your struggle is. I see what your struggle is. And I, I know it now. I get it. Because when you're in, I think that's the thing that, that upsets people is the, the denial of it. Because sometimes saying like, oh, well, they did have that, that one Black person in there. 
or I think that she, well, we'll just get this one in there or a lot of books that I read um, in the sci-fi horror genre, Hunger Games, um, uh, The Maze Runner. Um, it's, it's been something else that when I read the book, um, oh, Divergent. Uh, when I read the book, the, the black person that you see on screen is not the character that was written. The and then that's when people are like, yeah, it's like, why? Why is this happening? And then you have to kind of bring to people's attention it's happening because of colorism. And the only way we're going to tackle it is that we got to understand what it is, how is it, how it's affecting us. And then once that happens and people kind of sit back and like, okay, I get it now. Now, now you can't come from a place of hurt. You can come from a place of knowledge and understanding. And mm-hmm. that, that's what going to take us a long way in the, the film industry as a whole and then the horror industry we got it we still got a long way to go because here we are in 2021 20, and we're getting pushed back just because we want to celebrate women in horror a month later well you know what the positive the positive of that is we got two months that's how i looked at it y'all want to show out okay we're gonna celebrate february and march how about that but Oh yeah, well we got a comment. Yeah, acknowledging is not just the the it, it, yeah acknowledging, not competing is uh-huh. the key. I like that one. Yes, yeah. I love that. <laughs> well, I'm gonna bring up since we talking about colorism, I want to bring up something that I saw over the weekend. And I was like, oh, this is this rubbing me the wrong way. So Nina Simone, all right. Mm-hmm. Yes, child. Yes, yes. Zoe said, "Hold on, wait, 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 wait. Let me get a little sip. Let me get some." Go back here, cause before you before you start, I'm gonna I'm gonna say this, cause go ahead. As a darker brown girl. Go ahead, baby. Um, growing up as a darker brown girl, and I'm gonna say, people say this now and be like, "You're not that dark," but y'all, I grew up in Texas. When you sun kissed, I'm usually about two shades darker than what you see now in Georgia. So, as a younger child, I was a little bit darker than I am because I stayed outside. Um, so, growing up brown skin and experiencing firsthand. The colorism aspect of things when people would give you them backhanded comments like oh you pretty for a dark skinned girl why do i have to be pretty for a dark skinned girl why can't i just be uh-huh. pretty like do i have to be light-skinned to be pretty and stuff like that <clears throat> when this initial topic came up about nina simone who is such a beautiful shade of brown but she's Gorgeous. a darker mm-hmm. woman and mm-hmm. they said Zoe Saldana was gonna play her. I said, Hi. They they gave that help a black face. And it was horrible. When you and got I people, was and that, that that's, co- that's colorism in the own community. And bad people like Lupita and Denai Guerrero. And then Ari. Ari. She looked just oh, like her. Ari. She looked just I mean, okay. So we the talk girl about I may destroy you. Like, yes, like honey. so many people they could have they could have oh, from chewing gum. Yes, girl. Yes. I love her. Yeah. <laughs> um, let me tell you what this Zoe chick said. And she broke my heart because I was like, girl, I was with you on Avatar. 
Oh, everything. Columbia. Every, everything. You know what I'm saying? Holding you down and you're going to say you don't see color. But now, is this the, after, the, the apology that she issued? Is this the backtrack? Because, you know, she backtracks. <sighs> Um, I don't know this backtrack honestly. After what I seen, I don't even get. I don't even care about no backtrack because my thing <laughs> is, I've been raised. What you show me the first time is what it is, and what it will be, and the rest of it ain't nothing but popery on this, you know. So, what she said, what I seen, mm-hmm. is she says she don't believe in color. And she is upset that people try to put her in this box because she wasn't raised that way to be put in a box. Y'all. And, that, and that's, that's, that's where it comes in, the education of, do you understand, ma'am? Instead. Colorism is, instead of being defensive and denial, do you just listen uh, to one person tell their story? Well, she said, she said she was playing a character. That's how she t- said it. Because what she said was she apologized. And I remember this because I was like, how, why would she do this? Why would she let these folks pit her against her community like this? Because she's taking a role. It's her bag. I get that. But why, Zoe? You could have had any other role. You could have referred to somebody else. And what she said was, um, Quote, and I quote, I thought back then that I had the permission because I was a black woman. Meaning she felt like, well, I'm black. It's not blackface because I'm black already. Yeah. Y'all are just going to up for me to fit the role, but I'm black. And I, I can see where you would get confused because... You got to think about it from the perspective of the directors. Why did they pick you and not somebody who already looked Thank like you. Your hair didn't even look like hers. Yeah, why didn't they get somebody with the right kind of nose? You had to have a whole prosthetic nose. I mean, a whole different shade. She was a whole different shade. Like, I'm going to go back to what I remember, something to compare it as, where it was like, okay, you just took it too far. Is when Flex played Michael Jackson. <laughs> that was just bad casting, y'all. They could have, they could have picked any light skinned fella to play that role, but they picked Flex. Flex could have played the beginning, and then you know Michael transformed. He transitioned. They could have picked that girl. I'm talking about even the way he was, his voice and all. So to me, it's like okay, you know, in our community, we're gonna look at that like it's like you said a joke. So are you trying to be funny about Nina? Don't do that. Don't do that. And if you even if you That's think that you are doing okay, I know doggone well somebody told her. Somebody. So, and see, what's the what's the look? The girl, uh, Amanda uh, Stenberg. Um, she uh, said that she turned down the role of uh, Shuri in. Uh, Black Panther because she felt like she wouldn't fit the role. She's like, this is a a t- place that supposedly was not colonized. Find somebody darker. Brown. And then that's where the stepping in comes from to say, that's when you help you. maybe there's some... Exactly. That's Maybe there's somebody who's better than me. 
that could pro that could pull this off because I can I can always get another role. I'm at a place now that I'm not just scrambling around. I can get another role. This should go to somebody who's more uh -huh. suited for the role, and, and not let Hollywood play you for the. And not and not let Hollywood play you for a fool. And against your own people. That's part of the whole mm -hmm. conditioning that has been going on for over 400 plus years. That's part of the conditioning. You basically just played into it. Okay? You played right into it. And huh. <sighs> um, that reminds I, me of this most recent situation. And um I was I was irritated. But she she got her own payback the minute she did it. So I don't know if y'all do hip hop uh news or whatever, but the baby, chocolate gorgeous. Oh, not the baby, but my baby. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know when he first came out, he was with the mother of his child. And then um he's got mm -hmm. this he well, I don't even know if they still together, but he have this girl no. They ain't even Danny together Lee. no more. You heard about that? Okay. Oh yeah, they broke up. So sis wrote the song no trying to be cute about uh he like them red bone or whatever she said and uh or yellow bone. Did she she yellow said yellow bone. Yellow bone. She said yeah. yellow bone. But number one, sis can't rap. If you was gonna diss me for my skin color, you need to be able to rap. Sis couldn't rap. Uh -huh. That song was horrible. But the fact that you thought for that starters. was an insult, yeah. <clears throat> You thought that was an insult to say, oh, he like him yellow bone. He don't, like, girl, no, he had kids with this dark-skinned woman. And he still love her anyway. He likes a variety. I'm okay with that. <laughs> um, but, like, things like that, I don't think people think about it when they say it until they hit that backlash. He backpedaled two times before she, she changed the, the, she the, the lyric to melanin. Backpedaled twice. She went on and defended her, defended herself two times, and then finally went up there and then changed the lyric to to melanin. But after you back after it, like it took that that much for you to be, um, for you to listen to your 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 community of of, <clears throat> of other women to say, sis, no. Well, her career for she got started though. She she did, but I'm gonna say this: we're talking about kind of like the downfalls and what we see in our community. Um, when I was researching this topic with colorism, I ran into um, Naomi Campbell and how she was with um, modeling and basically All kinds of barriers. opening up so many doors and breaking barriers down to the point that she had a group of friends that were white that would basically have her back. So for an example, when there was a photo shoot or anything, they were like, oh, if she can't come, then we ain't doing it either. And then she would bring her people. And I just love the fact that she did that. And but one thing though that's sad that while I was watching this um, documentary is that they said that whenever certain models of color would be on the top of these, um, or on the cover of these magazines, the sales would drop. But if they put some of these white models on the, the cover of the magazines, the sales would go up and continue to rise. And so the marketing people wouldn't take the fault or the blame of being um, the people, you know, dealing with the colorism and being racist. They would say, well, it's just the sales. It's, it's what sells. So how do y'all feel about that with that comment about it being what sells? Because that's something that will, people would say, 
I've heard him say, who wants to see someone that looks like that across the screen when I love all shades of us? But I've heard that. Well, see, but see, that's the thing. That's the brainwashing. They try to get you to think that that's not going to sell. But we know that's not true. They want people to think that that's not was that's not going to work. That's not going to happen. And then time and time again, we keep proving that um, that that's a false narrative. And that's what they that's the thing. They want you to believe that that's what's going to happen. Uh-huh. And we keep proving over and over again that that's um, that that's false. And and people coming in to dare to change that narrative is what's going to help shift the culture. Doing um, what is, for example, what is the movie with the it just came out recently? The girl with all the gifts proving that a black woman could uh, lead a child could lead a horror movie and not and not die and not be victim and stuff like that because they want you to think that people aren't going to watch stuff like that that's what they tell you nobody's going to watch that that's not believable people are not going to get it and then when they do and it's and it's successful that's when people are like oh so that's that was a lie that you know what i mean that was a Mm -hmm. um that's an that's a stereotype like who said that black women can't be leaders of horror movies and survive to the end and and be brave and um if you guys haven't seen it, is it on, it's either netflix or hulu i feel like it's i netflix, think it's though. netflix yeah i think i watched that i think it was netflix but yeah the little girl in the it was there it was something like a zombie apocalypse itch but they were trying to train the to be normal yeah but they were no, trying to train them to be normal they were like um a, yeah it was a like it was like uh children who were like being had, born they had it in them to be zombies uh-huh. but they were being born with the virus but the uh this community was trying to restrict it they were trying to suppress it like uh-huh. how people like say they want to suppress the mutant gene and x-men they were trying to suppress the zombie gene in these children and they had them like tied, strapped down to chairs. Um, they were literally had the strict routine. Oh, I love like, this they movie though. Routine, they wouldn't be able uh-huh. to, that they would just be out here wild and eating people and stuff. But this little black But the way it turned out, um, yeah, it turned out, shoot. She said, we can, she's like, we, why can't we be both? Because she was able to be both. She was able uh-huh. to turn hers on and off. Like if I need to turn on my zombie-ish, to do what I, I can, do, I will. But when I want to turn it off and be civilized, I can. And uh-huh. she's like, "So we need to stop. We can train. We can teach all of these children to be civilized, and they can actually be normal people. But we just got to train them first and and calm uh-huh. that down. And for her to lead that movie, that breaks barriers and the stereotype telling people that people wouldn't watch stuff like that." Because that's what happens when they try to say, oh, no, that's not going to be believable. We have to put a man here. We have to put a white person because that's what they want you to think. Because, of course, they probably think the lowest population of people who watch horror movies are probably black women. So they're like, who's going to watch it? And by making that movie and supporting it, it's like saying, like, no, everybody's going to watch it. If it's a good movie, anybody's going to watch it. It doesn't matter. You said the pros and cons. Well, yeah, there's pros and cons to that. Like, prime mm-hmm. example, okay, Black Panther. When Black mm-hmm. Panther came out, it made more money than any Marvel movie prior to it. And it was a yes. leading Black actor, um, Black community, mm-hmm. highly, you know, spotlighting African culture. Mm-hmm. But then, 
after that, and I don't know if I'm, I don't know if it's just me, but I definitely felt like Marvel and a lot of other creative um, outlets started pandering to the black culture just to get our money. So, oh yeah, they like seeing black folks. Let's put a black person here. Let's put a dark skinned person here. And then it became a fetish thing like, oh yeah, we use dark skin because that's what's going to sell. And so it's it's like flipping a coin. You got a good side and a bad side. But see, it, it got to be the roles. It's it's the roles in it. What are the, what are the roles they were taking? Like, don't, don't just throw me in there just to throw me in the black girl and the girl with all the gifts was the star of the movie. She was uh -huh. the heroine of the movie. She pretty much at the ending of that movie, I didn't see coming. I didn't, right. I did not figure that I've never seen a zombie apocalypse movie in that way. So don't just throw me in a movie because you see black. Okay. That was King T'Challa. That's why we liked it. Don't put me in a movie for five seconds to be the token black person. And then I uh -huh. die. Don't do that. But no, not even being <laughs> a token. We can show you that we can carry a movie. Not even being a token, just to but be giving us like, roles, that's the role. roles that don't make sense just because let's put a black person in that just because, yeah. you know, they like black people. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, don't, yeah, like, don't, like, pick the roles wisely. Like, don't just do it just to be, just to be in the movie and to be um, useless. Like, oh my gosh, y'all. I don't know if y'all seen the new, the, the latest Jason, the, like the newer version. We talked about it on our, our Friday the 13th podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The black guy that was in that Jason movie. What what was you in there for, bruh? <laughs> what was you in there for? Stuff like that. I don't like it. It, it. Because it's like, he didn't, he didn't matter. He could have been replaced by anybody and it wouldn't have mattered. Like his role was just forgettable. And it, it was nothingness like no give me a strong role because we can we can carry it down like don't give me no no horror no no horror movie tropes which is what they explore in horror noir stop giving black people the normal uh horror movie tropes give us something different do it do it differently because now we see the little categories are we gonna be the you know the person that that saves everybody or we're gonna be the angry black person we're gonna be the one that died in the beginning like who who are we in these roles <laughs> Like we trade songs in Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Okay. <laughs> we trade songs in Texas hey, wait, Chainsaw look. Massacre. First of all, okay, he was don't, fine. No, no, don't get it wrong, because that's my boo now. That's my boo. That's my firstborn's daddy. Let him tell you what you know. <sighs> what would you do in there? He was fine. He was fine in there, but his role, you're right. His role, he just wasn't shit. Like he was like dating one girl and slept with the and was trying and trying to get with the friend. And that's why your ass died any damn way. So I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, don't don't be looking at roles like that and be like, oh, they want me. That's for us. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> it might not like do that. What do they want you for? Because of course, he was a big marketing gimmick for that movie. Yes, he know. was. Because that's all they showed on the trailer. I watched it, boo. That was the only Yeah. One. I ain't gonna lie to you. I love horror, but that one didn't need it. Got me. But then they had somebody like on the House of Wax, they though. Got me. There was somebody else that yes, kind they of... did. Rob Robert Richard. Okay. So did. Mm-hmm. Uh -huh. It's somebody else like for, for um who you playing as Desiree. Mm -hmm. I was kind of proud of his role though, even though he was the only one. It's like they made like fun of it. Like even the person that's playing your your you know, right, right, right. She was like, okay, now nah, I see you. 
Because <laughs> <laughs> he was the only black kid, you know. Hanging <laughs> with him. Ain't no wrong with that. You can have you know, different color friends. It's just so this comment. We got a comment, y'all. This is the best comment I done seen all night. What are you? He said, "Black people must also demand the quality of these roles and stories. It cannot mm-hmm. be enough for black people to accept something simply because it has black in it." That what I was trying to say. He said it so eloquently. That's what I we appreciate saying. it. Mm-hmm. There we go. There we go. Exactly. That's that's what we saying right here. Like, don't just say, just don't be in it just to be just. You got to be just to be in you it. You want to support it. What are they doing in the role? What what are you what is it what what are you doing to bring quality to, uh Kelly Joe Minter um when we interviewed her she was said she was turning down roles um that they wanted her to be in be. but when she felt like but when she felt like she they was just doing too much and that wasn't a good fit for her she was she said she was fine with saying no I'm not doing that like you really want me to do like no and it's okay to say that, to, to be, to say, I'm not doing that. That might not be for me. And if enough of us say that, either you have the power to tell them, I'm, if you want me to do this, I'm going to change it. Y'all going to have to, we're going to have to re- rework this role or you just going to have to step away from it oh, because man. it does that, that representation matters, y'all. It, it really matters. Like the horror genre uh, black women like we we got a long way to go but we we've, we've gotten so far coming down to jordan peele watching the horror noir documentary and looking at all the racist tropes and saying I- i'm not gonna do that in my movie i'm gonna do it different right. like if that's that's the kind of racism crap that you guys are putting in movies and showing in, in the roles you guys are having for black people not in my not on my watch and that's why some people <clears throat> the racist horror people will say, oh, I don't like Jordan Peele's movies. Uh, I don't like the little bit of racism and stuff in it. I don't like the stuff. Because he doesn't want to follow the stereotypical horror tropes in his movies. And I don't think Which should. is why we still got a long way to go. Exactly. Which is why we still got a long way to go. Because people, the people that are resistant to change don't like stuff like that. So. <laughs> I mean, that's... The best movie uh, that displayed that, Annabellum. We just talked about Annabellum. Them mm-hmm. folks was living mm-hmm. the good old days. They didn't want to come into modern society and have all these great black leaders doing things. Y'all were stealing our black leaders and holding them hostage in the back wind. Y'all mm-hmm. created a whole city, a whole plantation of back in the day. Y'all kidnapping these folks and putting them on because y'all just couldn't take the fact that all these intelligent, strong black people was out here in society. That was crazy. It is, exactly. And those are, look at, and look how much people really are that resistant to change that they don't like stuff like that, that things like that bother them. Like when you start to, when you start to shake the table a little bit, people kind of get up. Shaking upset. the table. Um, <clears throat> <laughs> Sorry. And that's why we have to press on. And, um, <laughs> y'all know we, we, we love our little uh, uh, as much as we like horror, we watch our little reality shows too. <laughs> we kind of throw those in there too. Um, I know we kind of uh, said last podcast that um, our next episode we will be talking about um, uh, road trip horror. 
that will be our next episode. Mm-hmm. But we felt that it was important for us to kind of jump in here to help make the transition of Women in Horror Month to March and to keep the, the movement going now. That, that we've even changed the name. They, they're calling it the Women in Horror Movement now because just simply because people don't want it to die just because we want to celebrate it in a different month. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, let's keep celebrating women in horror. Why not keep spotlighting these people in, um, you know, all the ground that that we're breaking in this? Um, so, do you guys want to announce the winner? Because somebody already Bigger. came in here and claimed it. Go ahead, <laughs> Go ahead. announce. Uh-huh. <laughs> and now, so Miss Latanya, yes, Miss Latanya McDonald. Latanya <laughs> always gets the costume, y'all. Latanya always gets the costume. Yes. Real good with her film, y'all. Y'all got to be. <laughs> she stayed on top of that. She saw that giveaway. Was like, let me get this. She got in here and, and got them all, but that's okay. Um, she got the first uh, grand prize, but we are going to give y'all another chance to win something. So, Desiree, what is our little trivia question in case somebody else could jump in on the winning board? <laughs> Oh Lord, let me see now. What should be the trivia question? Oh, them, what is it? I'm special, y'all. Listen, I done messed this one up for y'all. So y'all gotta get it right. Uh, what was the name of this evening's drink? Ooh. You got to go back and watch it if you didn't catch it, because I messed it up for y'all. I had to correct myself. So, what's the name Ooh. of this drink? It's good, too. Shoot. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So if you if I you don't get it on the in. live, somebody uh hit us in the horror who's page and yep. let us know the answer. First yep. person with the answer is gonna be our runner up. Um yes. And we still got a prize. This video is going to be posted in the Horror Hooch Facebook group. What is the name of the drink tonight? Comment it and you will win also. <laughs> um yeah, I messed it up, for y'all. So y'all gotta give us the right name because I didn't gave you three names tonight. <laughs> find the answer (laughs) (laughs) i really did i really did and um since we do have the winner you guys want to tell everybody who you are for those who didn't guess it yes i am (laughs) diane carroll i'm the character um elzora from east bayou i am octavia spencer i am ma y'all know that movie (laughs) <laughs> and of course miss ola ray from thriller so <laughs> that's yes. who we wanted to spotlight today for women in horror month if you guys aren't follow us on facebook and instagram at the fifth wall the fifth column and tempered drinks join our horror and hooch facebook group we, um, we have a lot of fun in there on a regular basis come in there we talk about drinks, we talk about horror, we have memes, get in the Horror Hooch Facebook group. Um, subscribe to us on YouTube, uh, The Fifth Wall LLC. We're on Spotify, Horror and Hooch um, podcast. We are, there's no reason that you guys can't get any of this. Yes. <laughs> yes. There's no reason that you guys can't get in on, on, on the fun. Um, season three, you guys. Um, <laughs> and thank you all for being here. Yeah, stay we tuned. There. Yes. And like Thanks I always everybody say, everybody, you join us on the live. <laughs> requests, 
anything y'all want to hear us talk about any movie y'all want to talk about hit mm-hmm. us up we like to hear from y'all yes mm-hmm. come on in the whore and hooch facebook group and, and tell us like movie suggestions shows drinks come all games we come, love playing come games to our community yes come, come on, on over yes. and if you did not catch <laughs> us with Zena. Yay! YouTube, check out that for a house party. It was. Mm-hmm. We got a whole new family, y'all. I'm so excited. <laughs> we got a little, you know, horror community. Shoot, whole family of, of of black horror creatives. So yes, um, the video is also posted on um, the fifth wall. And Horror and Hoops group is the Horror uh, House Party. It uh-huh. was uh, Black Game Night. Yo. <laughs> Don't give me away. Let them watch it. Don't we say that. We, yeah, we're gonna do listen. Let me, do let me make y'all want to watch this. Let me tell y'all, we were not on the same. Team. No, we were okay. not. We were split up. Y'all gotta watch it now. Y'all gotta watch it. Oh Lord, have mercy. <laughs> But um, thank you guys for joining us tonight. Thank you, everybody. Um, <laughs> thank everybody for um for watching the live mm-hmm. and joining us. Um, shout out to Tanya again for winning the first grand prize. Um, we still giving away something else for somebody who could tell us what the name of this wonderful drink that I'm sipping on. Um, <laughs> It's been fun. We have a whole rest of the month left to go. So be on the lookout for this podcast and our next episode coming soon, you guys. Thanks yes. for joining us. And happy and women is Yes, and horror month. And horror. Women horror month. Women history month. Happy Melanin March. Yes, I like that. Melanin March. We in we in there. We in there. <laughs> Good night. Good night. Good night.